Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General States pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. It's that little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. ProWrestlingSheet.com Hello everybody and welcome to the final edition, yes, the final edition of Wrestling Sheet Radio. Cheers to that. Uh, I am your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com, Editor-in-Chief. <laughs> I'm so glad Kevin had a banana, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, he said cheers. I'll give you a moment for that later, Kevin. Don't, don't. <laughs> we'll give you we'll give you your time to shine. Uh, Editor in chief Ryan Satin here with my co-host Elijah Bates. Hello. That, are you going to be editor in chief still? Or is that the last time you're going to call yourself that for a little bit? We'll get to that at the end of the show. All right. All right. Uh, 
and uh, also Kevin Silva. Wait, wait, I'm sorry, not Kevin Silva. Was... Jamie Iovine. Uh, how you doing? <laughs> and <laughs> lastly, drum roll, please. Can you guys give me one? Oh, I don't wow. Feel like you're in one for, for <laughs> hit, hit your desk. It'll probably be better if you hit your desk while you do it. Do one of these guys. Oh. Can you hear that at all? Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, uh, Pedro, drum roll, please. Wow, you even found Pedro. You, you even had found Pedro. Where's he been? I, I found him. He's he he came out of retirement. Uh, Pedro, drum roll, People please. Need jobs right now. So. <laughs> the droll model. <laughs> I remember why I stopped doing these. Uh, yeah, Hugmaster, <laughs> big ploppa dunk. Right. <laughs> Papa <laughs> <laughs> Dump is pretty great. The Jello God, Le Champion, Fungal Boy, Freshly Tweezed, Jerry the King Lawler's number one fan in the entire oh, world. The man <sighs> of 1001 nicknames. We finally got through all 1001 all nicknames. Them. It's crazy. The five years Kevin was so show. mad. He was like, we're never going to get through all of them, are we? No, we, we did it. It's never going to happen. We did it, guys. Can you believe that we did 100, or so, excuse me, 1,001 nicknames for Kevin Silva? I don't think you, didn't say, my, you, you didn't say my name. Either, man. Kevin Silva. Even, there you go. I don't even I, think that's Jericho crazy got that, to the bottom of his uh, holds list. So the fact that we were able to get that's through crazy it that, is incredible. I mean, five years ago, it's weird that, that's, that Freshly Tweezed was on the list. When we started this five years ago. That's mind blowing. <laughs> we, we didn't and even know about Orange Cassidy. And let's we're ahead of our time, Kevin. People should have been listening wow. from episode Crazy. one. They were really missing so, out yeah, on the thing. I, I will say though that I liked Hugboat more than I liked Hugmaster. <laughs> oh, Hugboat! That's what you told me. I wrote it wrong. Hugboat was it. way Terrible. better. Damn it! On, yeah, Ryan. Hugboat. And we're all the retribution names. Like, Come you on. Said Hugmaster, I was like, what's that supposed to be? <laughs> I meant Hugboat. God damn it. God, I knew I should have said this Snack bar. Listed. Oh, that would have been good. Snack bar. Oh. Flappy Jacks. Yeah. Oh, Mace with a dollar sign. So good. Well, this can be oh, the start man. of you writing your Best own so. nicknames, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> These are some now, of the other another ones. Another 1001 by myself. Just, that's how you should introduce yourself when you walk into rooms. You're just like Kevin Silva, <laughs> Mister. I'm still here himself. Go listen yeah. to go listen to five years of Wrestling Sheet Radio to hear the rest of them. Uh, no, he had a bunch. Eli, Eli sent me a bunch of uh, the Legend Chiller, uh, Grande Master Sexy. <laughs> that wasn't good. Uh, how have we not made some sort of variation on El Gigante or Jai Gonzalez? Like that's a, it feels like that's a layup somehow. <laughs> that does know. seem like that's a layup. That does. <laughs> I was going to go with Underhangman, but I didn't know if that was funny. Uh, yeah, that was sounds, we were, sounds like a move that you do to somebody like sexually. <laughs> Underhangman. You know what, what's funny is I, I today I listened to the first episode of the show. I was like, I wonder. That sucks because I wasn't on it. and you know i went back and i listened to the first episode of the show and i was like i wonder what our first nicknames for kevin were and i you know i'd forgot that that was something that like wasn't introduced until 
a little bit in, like a few. Uh, we, we did it a few was episodes it, was in. It, was it several episodes in? I, I thought it was like right off the bat. No, because I was. I went back and I forgot that the first thing that we did was we first we tried to give you a thing, Eli. And it was, you were the bastard stepson of Mike Tanay in the That's first episode. Right. Of Mike right. Tanay. <laughs> and, and then I, but, but then we thought, you thought it'd be funny if that wasn't your nickname, but instead we changed your relation to Mike Tanay every episode. So it was like, the bastard step. Oh, that's you know. Right. It was like these weird, like a bunch of people. It was like, I was yeah, like, we kept, just, like, no, no, no. It, oh, maybe, maybe. You may. Oh, yeah, maybe we switched it up. We like cut. We tried, and then I remember, like, really quickly, we we realized, like, we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> run out of like family <laughs> relation that we can so use many here. Family relation words that there are like, there, there's only like six. We, there's we like cousin. Off. There's like aunt. There's like uncle. But like really like you get through it real fast and instead we were like well what if instead we switch it and because i remember early on in the show i i when we first started it like like really not in the first episode but in this process where i was figuring out what we were gonna do i remember i thought it would be better because eli and you know was helping me with a lot of the the writing of the site where i would you know when i first launched the site i would send eli everything before i published it to make sure like because i didn't have a copy editor like you know a lot of people don't know this but like i mean eli was my copywriter for a long time on the site i mean to be honest i still i still use him when i need the help but like going from a staff of like 50 people helping you with news stories at tmz to like nobody was a total shock and and eli really made himself available every single day for these past five years to read stuff and make sure it sounded well and help me grow as a writer. Um, you know, he really, really helped me out a lot uh, in terms of my writing and with the site and stuff. But, you know, early on I thought, well, maybe I'll give them a, I'll give Eli like a title. So since nobody knows who he is, you know, in wrestling, he's not like a thing in wrestling, you know, well, I'll make him like a, I gave him some kind of fancy title. I forgot what it was. I can't remember it was what like, it, was. it was. like I gave both of you, Kevin and you, you gave us titles. Both, yeah, titles. Yeah. yeah, I gave you both titles to try and make you sound more legit, like you actually like did something yeah. in the site. Also, mainly to make it seem like I wasn't working alone, even though I was. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was like it just sounded better if I like had like, you know. like, like This like sad guy is just writing about wrestling yeah. by himself. Sad guy. Hope he's not doing that for 40 years Sad guy that, with dude number one and dude number two. <laughs> that, that really, like, I was, I just thought, like, oh, perception-wise, it'll look like these people work with me, and, you know, like, it'll give them, like, a thing, it'll make them sound cooler. But then with Kevin, like, I, I think I felt bad because I remember that Eli was doing so much more and, like, actually writing, like, helping with the writing. And Kevin did help me a lot in the writing, too, because I would send stuff to Kevin, too. But also Kevin would be like, no, that's not good, or, like, yes, that's good. And, like, <laughs> Eli would go real detailed and intricate with me, you know? And yeah. So, and so uh, I was like, okay. I'm here today to talk to you Eli. about your use of semicolons, Ryan. <laughs> 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 Do you believe in the Oxford comma or no, Ryan? Too many dot, dot, dots. <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of the ellipses. I'm a big fan of the ellipses. I get it. It gets Sometimes I look at things I write. I'm like, come on, guy. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I that's when the nicknames came about. Was after all that when I was like, oh, we'll do these funny nicknames, and then we started doing the nicknames. 
But yeah, you know, remember, I. Remember, well, go ahead. Do you remember where we had we had three different mics and you had to do three different tracks and match them up together, like yeah. a fucking moron. Like I remember when I wanted to bring Jamie aboard. The issue was we didn't have four microphones. <laughs> we had to we had to sit there and we had to press the button sometimes too. Like when we wanted to say something. Honestly, I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, you know, the way we were sitting, we were all spaced far apart. Like we could have done the show like that right now in the midst of the pandemic, and we still would have been safe. We were so spaced apart. Oh, I don't don't yeah. I don't want to edit that show for five hours again. Like I used to. I used to. When I was listening to it today, I was thinking to myself. It's amazing that I figured out how to edit these shows because it sounded real crisp and we were sitting in the Did same it? room. Yeah, it sounded real crisp and we were in the same room pretty much and, and we weren't overlapping each other. And I was, I was like, man, I can't believe we, I did this. We did have like a, a hands into. up thing. We, we did, did have a hands up thing for a little bit. So we were like, raise our hand and be like, I'm going to talk next. Is that good? I do remember that. Yeah, we were for a while we were doing the my living room and I remember, you know, when when Jamie came aboard, you know, like well, when when Kevin couldn't do the show and then we were like, okay, well, we can bring Jamie in because Jamie and I had been friends on social media. We've been talking on Twitter and stuff and had, you know, similar interests and stuff. And so we uh yeah, let's bring Jamie in and I I'll never forget like we had Jamie in and Eli and I we talk a lot on Facebook Messenger. We're switching over to text now, but for a long time it was Facebook Messenger because we were both in like at work or whatever. And uh, and I remember like it was, I want to say it was like that night, like right when we like right when Eli got home. Like I remember him writing me, and he was just like, "Dude, we gotta have Jamie on the show all the time now." Like Jamie, it just feels right. Like it just feels right having Jamie on the show. You we talked know. outside of your house. I remember because I would, it was like when you lived in Tarzana or whatever. And I remember parking on that street, and where I was like, oh, "Yeah, walk out." And we'd always like, parking on that like, street, a, like a post-show chat. Be like, "Yeah, I think that I really think we're getting good at this." Mm-hmm. That was fun. I remember that day really well. I remember what I was wearing. I remember what I was doing. I remember we watched we watched the twenty-four episode on WrestleMania thirty-one that night. <laughs> I remember a lot about that night, and then that was, that was where that was where. Sting came from yeah. the Arnold. Sting, Sting, <laughs> Arnold liking Sting's match. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I remember, and then like, and I and I very vividly remember when that that happened, and then Jamie or Kevin was gone the next week too. I I, for, I forget why Kevin couldn't be there, but my immune system why? has always been terrible, and so I've often been sick quite a lot. <laughs> so, so it was like, just because you were I'm sick. Just, he was Probably sick a lot. Least, yeah. I remember that. He yeah. was sick a lot that, like during then. Yeah, I remember. And then I remember the next week, Kevin couldn't do it. And that's when all the Wally Pip stuff started. We made all the Wally yeah, Pip jokes. <laughs> I'll never forget the craziest thing oh, I'll ever see. And we've never talked about this online, but not because it was a secret, but just because it just never came up. But like, it was so fascinating to me because I had never seen – a, a reporter, journalist, so on and so forth, get to the bottom of a story. And oh the, second, the second or third time we all recorded together was when China passed. Yeah. And, we, and you found out literally as you were driving to my house. And, and I, I hadn't broken yet either because I, no, I was nobody the first knew. Yeah. Were, We were literally the only people and like other than the people who found her who knew who, that she died. And 
it was so fascinating to me to see a how you work and a how you get to the bottom of things and yeah i mean it it was it was it was interesting because i was i was like god if i ever did something and ryan wanted to find out about it he probably could (laughs) i love too that i love that he said he sent Kevin to go drive by and be like, hey, we got to make, we got to double check. You need to drive. I don't know if you had it. Kevin, if you could call oh, I'll never nurse. forget that. Cause I, like, cause I, that was still not long after I had left TMZ. And like, that was like a thing Harvey used to always do with us when like a story was breaking. If like we were trying to like get to the bottom of something or whatever, Harvey would always be like, oh, go, go drive there and like see if there's cops there or an ambulance or a coroner or whatever. And so I remember, yeah, like, Cause we were at your apartment, Jamie, and we were recording. Uh, like you said, yeah, it was only like our second time recording together because I I remember because I didn't have to edit it. Finally, you had your the guy from Meltdown. We were finally yep. doing it with Bye. Meltdown, and so he was there to do it so that we could. He he saw you solved our issue because I came to you and I said I don't have four microphones, but I really want you to join the show. And you were like, Well, we've got a podcast studio at Meltdown. Like we can record it here. And I was like wait what like you know? <laughs> so so then we started doing it with you and so yeah like and then we were doing it outside of the office because the studio was you know i forget why but yeah and on the drive over i got that call i, I remember i was in your bedroom on the phone getting all the info the watch commander and no well, no it wasn't the watch commander yet but i got i was getting the info from the source yeah when I you told me i was like, like oh like when you said watch commander i was like like the knights like, what is like happening he's, he's, like he's on a wall with like a telescope <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is the first time i heard that title when i was working in news like oh get in touch with the watch commander i had the same vision in my head of like some <laughs> guy standing on a tower like with a black cape or something like someone's yeah. looking okay he's good to come in when the gates open <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like i remember i came out and i just said like kevin i need you to drive to this address and tell me if you see any like corners or like ambulances or anything and dude kevin one of my best friends since high school like no question got up and just walked got rushed out the door and drove there for me i don't think you don't oh, even, we'll say. If I recall, you kevin you should have put on you were there Kevin, you should have put no, up scrubs was, and have been like, I'm I'm an EMT. Um, I gotta check on my no. patient. <laughs> they it, wouldn't have said I will nothing. say like <laughs> I will say the hesitation came from me being like, I got I got parking by Jamie's house. And then oh, I was yeah, like, I gotta I move the car. <laughs> you but, uh, about that. <laughs> I will say, also, I really wish that that did not fall on 420 because you guys were I was like, this is a very sobering moment for my three co-hosts right now. I, I <laughs> was the worst day. Like, I was just like, this is this is the most intense thing that could happen, like on 420, and like. But I also was just kind of like, I was just a passenger along for the ride. I was just like, hey, this is crazy. I can't believe it's happening. And, of course, and, it's a horrible situation. It was such yeah, a sad yeah, story. Yeah. But would you consider that like the biggest kicking off story of your career, Ryan, in terms of this website? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, ter- like, not your biggest story, but I'm saying that's what. Started oh yeah, I mean, that was the first time we got picked up by like major international, you know, major publications like you know, CNN and, and, you know, all, all the big ones were, that's the first time we got credited like that for sure. Cause TMZ credited us. And so, yeah, we, we def, that was the, that was definitely one of the first ones. And yeah, like it's, it's sad, obviously, but that's to this day. Like, I mean, it's still crazy what's going on with all that stuff. You know, it oh, still totally. hasn't stopped like five yes, years later. Still, it's still yeah. being contended. 
Yeah, one of these days I want to do a. I I I'd, I'd like to see a proper documentary on that day because it was a it was a wild one. It was a wild one for sure. Um, you know, and you know it's it's interesting. You know, we talked about when Kevin went out for me, and you know, it's it's like I said, I've known Kevin since high school. Um, but this show really did strengthen our relationship, Kevin. You know, I I think that it took it to a different level, and you know, Kevin is someone who you know has always been there front for me, and he's he's the only person from high school. Who I still talk to every day, you know. Kevin's going to be in my life. Uh, you know, that hasn't lost forever. their mind yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's just, you know, even when he's not, he's one of the kindest people I've ever encountered. So, like Kevin, I'm really glad that you know we've gotten to talk, you know, so regularly every day about wrestling for the past five years and become even closer of friends. Like I, you know, you and Eli, you know, I and Jamie, you two obviously, but you know, when I started the site. When I said I was going to start the site, you know, Eli and, and Kevin were two of the people I kind of like threw the idea at because, you know, they were friends of mine and, and they, you know, they, you know, they were just friends of mine. And Eli was obviously, I shouldn't even say obviously, Eli was one of the first people that reached out to me when I left TMZ though. And just, you know, like he was there for me and gave me advice and helped me feel better about the situation and you know, same thing when I started the site, you know, when I was going to start the site, you know, he just said, let me know what I can do to help. And so did Kevin. And, and I remember both of them were like, Hey, if you're going to do a podcast, like we're down, you know, like, like separately because they didn't know each other. I think just like, like, and this is not rocket science, but just like, you know, you growing up with that, with the internet still kind of in its infancy, you don't have a lot of people to talk wrestling with because a lot of people, the wrestling just wasn't a commonly talked about thing. You had to know a wrestling fan to talk about wrestling. So to get to a point where you're, an, A, an adult, and B, you have a bunch of friends like wrestling, and C, you don't give a shit what anybody thinks about you anymore, you kind of, and then you kind of think about, like, well, now you can supply that to put that on the ether. It's like, you know, talking with your friends about wrestling is something that's a cool thing, in my POV, at least. Um, and, and so it was just like, the second that it kind of came up, it was just like, why not? Let's try it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I could personally say if I'm going to take a little personal note right now, that this show has been really, really special to me for a couple of reasons. Well, first off, my, the period of time after I left WWE, like that whole, for about a year and a half, two years, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing with my life. I'd also just broke, recently broken up with my um, girlfriend at the time. So, and I just moved back to LA. So you guys gave me something to do in the meantime, which was a blessing. Trust me on that one, because I was losing my mind at that point. And also, I don't think that I don't think that I would have had the courage to jump back into it and chase it the way I've been doing recently, if not for this show. Because I don't think it would have been. I mean, of, of course, the, you guys you guys encouraged me all the way, of course. But through this show, I, the education I got. You mention this all the time, and it's because it's true. The education level for me, just from starting to where we are now. Is night and day. It's not even the same person. It's insane. It's, insane. Yeah, it's insane. totally yeah. different. It's, it, it's crazy. Like, I, I had that in my notes of, like, favorite things that, like, have happened because of the show. And, like, honestly, like, just seeing you go from, like, WWE diehard when we met you to, like, honestly, you watch more indie wrestling. Way you more. Probably, you watch way more indie wrestling than all of us now. Like, it's crazy. I think and and you have like a diverse, uh, you know, roster of things you're watching, different countries, different states. Like I am, um, 
I'm amazed. Like, I'm amazed. Like, I remember when you first started branching out to Lucha Underground and you were like, that was the first one I really, yeah. Yeah. And I remember you were like, this is pretty cool. Like we were talking about it and you were like, well, let me check this out. This this is pretty cool. And then like, it just like went up from there and like to see you not only, you know, watching all of it, but to be actively engaged in it and, and even so engaged in it that like you're reinvigorated to try and get back in it, like in the ring for real, not just as a manager, like, dude, like I'm so proud of you. Like it's like, I'm so happy for you. Like, it makes me so it makes me so happy to see that you're going for it because it's like it's something that you wanted and we were talking about it the other day where you know this week uh, in our group chat where we were talking about uh, Andy Williams from Every Time I Die the the butcher yeah and, and like how you know like five years ago he was just like you know what I want to wrestle like I want to do it and he just started doing it even though he was already successful and did, had no reason to go chase this other career and look where he and is I knew now, he was from know? that. Yeah, and I knew he was from that band, but I didn't know that he started that long ago. I mean, that's that recent. I mean, it's not that long. Five years? No. No. Yeah. Not that, how old is Andy? He's older. Kevin, you probably know. Late, late 30s. Like, yeah. late 30s, I think maybe maybe 40. But he's like, I mean, uh, also, like, the fact that like, he was, like, training while this band was, like, had been heavily, heavily touring. Like, at that point, they were just, too. like, on, on, constantly touring, like, they were never not touring, so it was just like what a cool story. for him to like get to that point. It's hey, wild. that just got, that just lit a, lit another fire under me because, as exactly. you guys know, like one of the biggest things that I always get on myself is I wish I started this sooner. And when I see a guy like Andy, you know, who's able to do this shit on a great on a on a really great level, then gives me hope. <laughs> I mean, what is, what's I was that looking old, at that picture like, of him that I tweeted the other day or yesterday of him in his first match. I was thinking to myself, like, it's crazy that I thought Andy was jacked then. You know, like, oh, he was yeah. a big Heck dude then. Now. And I was just like, oh, my God, he's so big. Like, he's grown so much in the five years since then. And I love that his profile picture is always going to be that creative wrestler of him from Fire Pro because it's the only Fire Pro character that looks – exactly like the person like it looks just <laughs> like him i would never change it it's like identical <laughs> you know and i you know i talked about uh you know what eli and kevin a lot eli and kevin have done for the site and for me and yeah, stuff i'm sorry but, you i didn't know, mean to make this about no 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 but i was going to transition here a little bit and i just want to say you know it's 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 not just uh you know it's not just uh those two have done a lot for the site. Like you, Jamie, you have done so much to help me grow the site. Like, you know, I, I, you know, what you've done for me and the site and the show, like I could never thank you enough for it. Like, you know, a lot of people, you know, don't know this, you know, but like, like I said, I was recording, I didn't have a fourth microphone and it was Jamie who was like, Hey, I can help you. I have a fourth microphone. Like I have a whole tech guy who can help us. And I was like, Oh, great like let's do it you know and then we got to record like an actual podcast like real podcasters do and i didn't have to like stay up till two in the morning editing things from different channels to make it sound like all the other shows who actually had equipment and a little bit of a budget you know it was i would say like the show was good before jamie came on but the difference was that when jamie joined the show for a variety of reasons the show became legitimized i feel like um, it, it moved, and I think it, it, it helped having four people because then you could have the alternation of people. But I think it also helped the conversation because again, like 
we all brought kind of a different perspective to the show, but with, with all four of us, I feel like we were able to kind of cover a lot of various like areas, you know, and that even just what you're saying about Jamie, like collecting like this new wrestling knowledge. So you had somebody who was on the show who was being like, you know, continually was referencing something new that they had watched that maybe you and Kevin had seen, but it's just like, I think it helped. It provided a different kind of voice. And I think that voice, you know, it was, it spoke to somebody else in our audience or somebody who maybe wasn't in our audience before that too. And I, and I, definitely yeah. in, in, in another level, you know, of legitimizing it, I don't think I would have felt as positive or confident about the show's progression until we kind of got out of your, your house, Ryan, and started like recording it like meltdown in some of these places where I was like, Oh, I'm honored actually to, to record in a good studio like this and, and everything. And, and we absolutely wouldn't have had those opportunities unless Jamie had, had joined us on this journey. Well, I think, you know, absolutely. I couldn't agree more with you with everything you said there. And, you know, and, and, and furthermore, um, you know, I think that, you know, I think that when I, when I started the show, I remember I, I wanted a fourth person because I felt like, <laughs> I felt like you were key to the, to the show because you knew so much more about things than wrestling, not wrestling, but like wrestling history than me. Like you had the wrestling history down of things I didn't know. I just didn't remember, like you have such a good memory with that kind of stuff. And you really helped keep us in check in that sense. And, you know, I remember I wanted Kevin on the show because Kevin was a longtime friend of mine. And I knew that, you know, you know, Kevin calls me uh, bitchy. And, and I remember, like, I, I always knew bitchy. that Kevin, <laughs> Kevin would... He's in, my, he's in my phone as bitchy, yeah. That Kevin would keep me in line to a certain degree. Like, if I was being fake or saying something that maybe I didn't actually feel that Kevin would give me a look or say something to me and like put me in check. And, and I remember I just felt like there was like one piece missing and like, I didn't know what it was. Like, I didn't know what it was. And when Jamie came in, it was like, Oh, someone who actually worked at WWE, who has, you know, who we like, who we gel well with and can, and can talk with, who has the same sensibility as us, um, who seems like a friend, you know? And I remember like, that was it. I was like, Jamie's cooler than all of us. And I was doing WWE exit podcasts way before it was cool. <laughs> yeah. I was, doing, I was doing that shit way before it was cool. Everybody's biting me. But, you know, even <laughs> growth beyond that, you know, Jamie, you know, it was Jamie who, uh, you know, also had the contacts at Dash Radio, you know, and got our foot in the door there, which helped us step up again and record the show on, uh, you know, a professional level with other actual radio hosts around us, uh, you know, and, and that was a trip. I remember going in there and just being like, whoa, like this is, this is wild. Like, I, I remember leave. going to, uh, I met you and Erica at the Dash studio on like Saturday or something like that. And I remember sitting down in there at first and, and you know, like the Dash studio was in, it, like, you know, for better or worse, it was in the middle of Hollywood. It was one of those things where I was just like, oh, this is crazy that we're going to be recording here. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was also we were like the bastard okay. children of like of that sh- of that station too. Like we're just yeah, like, no one gave bastard a shit. Children of who, everywhere we like, went, who we were yeah, yeah. And it was, it, was like, also, it was like funny. Yeah, I agree, and I think uh, two things. One, I would not have worked nearly as hard on getting you guys uh, on getting us anywhere if it wasn't so damn fun. I mean, <clears throat> like I said, it was. I think it's um. I think this show is a saving grace, not just for me, but I think I, I don't want to speak for you guys, but I think 
this show can be really lethar- lethargic, cathartic for um, big time for a lot of us. We all go through things, especially in the past year. This past year has been quite a big change, not for the not just for the country, but for us in general. We're all going through a lot of changes, and I know that we could always come back here and talk about something that's not serious, that's not going to make or break the world. Like whatever we're talking, like, could you imagine doing a podcast about politics or sports or something like that? That just sounds horrible. That sounds like, like I can't imagine, like the fact that we can just, what made our show so special was anybody could get online or in in front of a microphone and complain. You could do that. It's not hard. You can find something wrong with anything that you like. But I think what we, well, so I mean, don't get me wrong. We we would if something was stupid, we would have been like, sure, yeah. Oh my god, like, uh, like, come on, like it wasn't. But it was we had our gripes, so, of course, yeah. It was never to the point like, oh, we're gonna not, we're gonna stop watching WWE, or they should be ashamed of themselves. We've it canceled was, our subscription. No, we were never that. We were always like, they could do better. You know, they they're capable of more. And I think that's the case. I think that's the stance we took on everything because there's a lot of I don't know where I don't know where this whole mentality came from in wrestling that we all for some reason have to fight with each other online or about opinions in general when we already are fighting the, the world and showing them that we were we should be taken seriously and that we should you know this this should be a uniting thing and I think that we gave that 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 mentality up. Personally. I, think we, I think we had enough opinions on the show, though, too, where we were able to keep keep sight of the fact that it's like, hey, this is just wrestling. Like, this is like, yeah. this is not politics. You're right. Like, this is, it's not so heavy a subject matter that you need to get visibly angry or, or hateful towards it. And I think at, the, at a certain point, we could see that. But it was also kind of fun to, like, poke at that person, too, where we just like, I hate my opinion about what's going on right now. It's just like, no, you're not, like, you can have that opinion, but we're going we're gonna to poke at you on the show because that's what you deserve. I mean, I always wanted to go for fun angry. Like, you know, I – the news you had, game, you had a couple moments where you, like, lost your cool. You definitely <laughs> had those moments where you, like, lost your shit. And I definitely <laughs> understand. <laughs> there were valid but then, reasons. But, but it was, like, every once in a while, you know. It wasn't like one of those like, like every show. Once in know? a great while. Yeah, once in a great while. <laughs> You know, I, uh, I, but that was, was always that my intention. Wanted, you know? like, wear your face. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, but that was always my, my intention. Which I don't I understand. Never... If you had to pick anybody's face to wear, I don't know why you would pick that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, that face. You know, I just, I never wanted, you know, I never, I have to deal with so much news is such a negative thing as it is all day long that I really did want our show to not be too serious, to not be too angry and like just be a place for us to have fun. You know, I've, you know, I've grown, I've, I've, I do all the editing, the, the screen grab, you know, the, the thumbnails that I do all the majority of the work for the show. And, you know, I, it was just for fun, you know, like the show itself was yeah. just for fun. Like the, that doesn't like, it's not like got like a lot of traffic or we made tons of money off of it. I love how just, a, a dash every single after we'd done it. I made zero oh, no. <laughs> Did it record? <laughs> it was always this worry after every show. I'm just like, did we, you know, the fire's oh. up there. I gotta wait to talk to the guy. Oh. Wait, we were getting paid for this? <laughs> I was barely getting paid for all these things. I mean, I, I barely. <laughs> 
Brian um, had to eat and pay rent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for helping me pay rent the past few years, gentlemen. Uh, but no, I mean, really, like, you know, I, I never – it wasn't like this was some super successful thing. You know, it, it had a good – you know, had a good fan base, a good amount of downloads and stuff. It's but. crazy. It's honestly crazy. Like, we were, we were just talking in the group checks, text, like, it's crazy, like, that people were, like, saying such nice things about the show. Like, it's like, like you said, like, sometimes, like, I remember, like, when we first started, and you, like, come out with, with like, numbers, we're like, wait, what? For 500 part- people are listening to us? It just, a- like, went up. There's a part in The Simpsons that I always go back to, and it applies to a lot of things I do, which, you know, Cartoons. But, uh, <laughs> um, there's the Malibu Stacy episode where Lisa desi- designs her own version of Malibu Stacy, right? Lisa Lionheart. Lisa Lionheart. Yeah. And at the end of the episode, everybody freaks out because Malibu Stacy has a new hat. But then Kent Brockman's daughter at the very end is the only one that buys the, fig- the Lisa Lionheart figure. And she's like, you know, if we could just make that one girl happy, that's how I feel about this <clears throat> That's how I feel about the show too. And honestly, that's exactly why I felt so happy seeing so many of the comments the past like 24 hours of me saying that this was going to be our last show. I felt the exact same way. Like I, you know, the only reason I did this show, the goals of this show and the website to me were always different. The the website I had very different goals for, but this show, you know, I really do enjoy entertaining people, you know, before working in news, I worked in TV my whole life with my dad and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I love, to entertain people like I really do love to entertain people and so um my goal was always to make people feel like they were just the fifth person sitting in a group of friends who were exactly. talking about wrestling and and the fact <clears throat> that there were people that said that to me and wrote that to us the past couple days I just it made me so happy because like that's all I really wanted that's all like you know when I started pro wrestling sheet I didn't listen to any wrestling podcast because every time I'd put one on, they were so mad. And, you know, Jamie, you mentioned that, that everyone was always so angry on podcasts. Everyone was so angry. And I was like, I really just want to, like, like every time I try a new one out, I ever be like, this one's popular, this one's popular, that one's popular. And I put it on and they were just so mad. They were just so mad about the thing that they watch every week. And it didn't make any sense to me because, like why are you watching every week if you're so mad about it this consistently like you have to find some joy in this like there has to be something and i i really like i'm so glad that this is what we got to do for five years and that we got to like really put that positive energy out and when it was negative energy it was at least done in a fun way where we weren't putting people down we weren't doing anything like that we were trying to make fun of the situation and so um I am really glad that, like, we got to give people, like, a nice outlet. You know, like, like, in some ways, too, I'll say, like, although I enjoyed doing the show every Thursday or whatever day we were doing it, just over the course of the five years and everything, I think if I look back on, like, my memories of it, though, my memories are always going to go to the other things that we did together as a group, you know, from various times that we watched pay-per-views at Jamie's dad's and when we went to Disneyland together and, and all these other things. There were so many... I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, I appreciate the show for what it was, but the, sh- the biggest part of the show for me is the fact that I made really, really good friends on it. And oh, absolutely, yeah. We're like, here. Close with. And, and I think that, I think people enjoyed hearing us talk, the people who did at least, you know, because we are friends. And, 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 and you, can't, you can't 
fake that. You can't, that, that ha that's, there's a sense of authenticity attached to that tone of voice when friends are talking. And, and I'm grateful that the show gave me, you know, like I remember the first time Ryan, you know, had me come over to watch his show. I think it was before I went to China in 2015. And Kevin was over there. It was the first time I met Kevin. And I was so intimidated because I just didn't know. I just, you don't, you don't know these people. And then we flat. And flat, that's a funny sentence being intimidated. Five years from there, I'm just like, <laughs> holy crap. I can't believe like that moment led even to like right now too. You know, here we are in the midst of like the crazy situation any of us have lived through in some time. But we're still getting together to talk. I'm going to say something. What are you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say that also. Uh, looking at the four of us, you never want to think like, like that we're all, that we're like shy people, but like we're fucking shy people. Like meeting like Jamie and Eli was very hard for me. <laughs> like, and now I'm like, oh, we're all really great, wonderful friends. It's Let nice. us not forget. I was just gonna not say. <laughs> I didn't. I, I I didn't know if Jamie liked me or not, so I didn't know if I liked Jamie or not. <laughs> You're getting ahead of the story, brother. <laughs> we were at a Lucha Underground taping in the same building, in the same room. You saw me during the intermission. <laughs> and they were fucking co-hosts on the show. Like, Kevin acted like he didn't... And he didn't say anything to him. Like, it was crazy. <laughs> like, he was like, oh, I saw... He texted me, like, oh, I saw Jamie at the show. And I was like, oh, did you go say hi? He's like, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> I not even Lucha Underground, Jamie. Do you also not remember when Kevin went to fucking meltdown? <laughs> where you fucking worked and didn't well, say anything Jamie, to you all there? That's very true. Jamie also spied on me from the window from Meltdown. That was different too. <laughs> Jamie sent a picture of me from the window upstairs. Just walking around. Oh <laughs> never forget oh, no. that. I'll never I'll never also go up. I I don't know. I'm I'm the most awkward person that's ever existed. Sometimes, <laughs> and the idea, the idea of like going to somebody's work and be like, "Hi, I know the is the owner here. This is the man like, that runs this place here." Like, are you here to complain? What What are you asking? <laughs> like, right, here right. Um, you know, I'm also you know, dude. Like, it makes me so happy to hear you guys say the friendship factor of things too, because like you know, to be honest with you, like it's when the I moved to LA. It yeah. is, and when I moved to LA, like, and I was working at TMZ, like, you know, I didn't have, like, a lot of friends that lived in LA. It was just the people that worked at TMZ, and, you know, I remember it was Eli, like, who was, like, one of the first people that I felt like was someone, like, who was, like, another person like me that worked at TMZ, and I was so happy when he was there, and we got along so well, um, and he took it so, you know, when he left, you know, we kept in touch and stuff, but it was really, like, it was when I left that he, like, you know, changed everything in my mind and made me feel at ease about things. Well, and I think, you know, like there's, it, it's, it's tough to like, like, especially when you've given yourself to a job and then all of a sudden that job is cut away from you. It's tough. It's because it's a big part of you. And I just wanted you to know that I was like, Hey, like you are the best part of that whole situation. They were lucky to have you. They were lucky to have somebody who's dedicated to and hardworking and, and in pursuit of quality and his work and everything. And that they, that, you know, like, I, I am a big believer, obviously, I'm, everybody is on, the, on this show, but, like, hey, this is always yet to come. You're just getting warmed up right now with whatever you're planning, what you're, the universe has in store for you in the future. And I can see the writing on the wall with you. It's just, like, again, it's, like, I, I say this to a couple friends and only a couple people, but I was just, like, 
you know, I worry about a lot of people, right? Like with, with you, Ryan, I was like, I don't worry about you. Like I knew that you were going to be fine no matter what. I just wanted to like help encourage you. And just like, even when you brought up wrestling, she was like, Hey, this could like sink or swim. But if you, but I knew if you gave your all to it, that it, it wouldn't sink. Yeah. Yeah. And, and dude, like, you know, I, after that, like with that and, you know, Jamie and I had talked on social media and like we met at like a raw once when he was in the middle of working, like he came to say what's up to me or whatever. But like, was that when we were up in San Francisco? No, that no, was, it was LA. It was LA. That was LA. Oh, yeah, that was okay. the stables when I was with my dad. Yeah. And, okay. and that may have been, that may have been the night after SummerSlam. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. And, mm-hmm. and I remember like, but, but, you know, once we started doing this and like talking every week and like, you know, like doing this, I felt the same way. Like, you know, I don't really have like friends like I have with you guys, you know, like you guys are definitely like my best friends. Like there's no question about it. Like you guys have been there for me for everything. Like you've been there for me with this, which was like, you know, something I was just trying to make happen, you know, and you guys have always been there for me. Like, and, and I can't thank you like enough, really. Um, you know, I, I, especially friendship wise, like I, I mean, that was like the main reason for so long. I've been so scared of ending the show, even when like, you know, I wanted to at times because of just things going on in my personal life. It was just like, but then I wouldn't get to talk like with my, my best friends every week, you know? And so that is the hardest part about this. But luckily now I won't force you guys to hold your opinions in the group chat for when we record. So now we can actually <laughs> give our opinions on Ron SmackDown, NXT, AEW, whatever in the group chat and it's okay like i won't be like save it for the show save it for the show it's so funny when the show first started i I feel like i would like write notes before i went in but then we had done like you did you would you would take notes i i I laughed at that because in the first episode i was listening to it and you said you made some kind of joke about a tawdry blood-soaked something with impact regarding impact blood-soaked action or something like yeah tawdry blood-soaked action and i said like I know you have that in your notes, but where'd that come from? And I was like, Eli had notes. I forgot that Eli. Well, I yeah. it was like I I wasn't polished on doing podcasts, but like you, you know, like yeah. you do you do like twenty or thirty of them, and then you're just kind of like, nah, I can wing it. I don't just like don't I don't even need to know what the show is about. And you're like, yeah, I want to tell you so that you at least you're a little prepared. I'm like, duck, 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 duck. <laughs> yeah. I was at, during those first shows. Like I saw you guys. Of course, Ryan had his notes, but then Eli had his notes, and I was like. Should I have notes? I like try like making notes. notes? I would like like, like, jot down some one liners. So I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Like a few little things there. That's how I knew. I was like, I'm not taking notes. Yeah, Jamie never gave a fuck. Jamie came in like with like a tracksuit. Like, all right, what are we talking about today, boys? My ponchos, my ponchos, ponchos. I remember the Dash Radio days. Jamie sometimes would show ever taking like an edible. And I remember, like, like two <laughs> oh, bigger ones. So, and oh he would God. just have this look on his face. Gone. Yeah, like, gone. And I just remember we'd be like, all right, we got to do the show without Jamie <laughs> today, you know? Like, in our I loved it, though, because whenever that would happen, Jamie would always come in with, like, a bag of Sour Patch Kids, too. And so, like, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah it's true. And you guys trying not to chew too loudly, just sucking on it. Just be like, oh, I don't want anybody to know. That, by the way, if ever, all our listeners, if you were ever complaining – about us chewing on on camera That's on radio. mic is because I was hungry because I, I was hungry. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure they already was, got that. Pretty sure gas station right next door. The gas so station. So we were oh. able to get snacks, and you're yeah. not going to get sour patch when you see it. 
Wait, wait, it was like Jamie would stroll into Dash Radio on those days and like he'd just be ponchoed out like with sound on and just like get in the corner so comfy and just like I'm like oh no and then he would come out sometimes with some wild statements and just like either like some wild statement or just like he would ask us to repeat a whole conversation we had just had <laughs> and I'd just be like we yeah. literally just said that like, where were you and it like, didn't matter then it matters now <laughs> I didn't complain I am now we had Sour Patch Kids. That's all that matters. <laughs> Nobody complained. None of you guys did. You guys held it to the chest very well. You know, really, that combo of where, where Dash Radio was, I mean, I think it was my favorite of, of the locations. I, I liked them all for, for different reasons. But I did like it because it was like gas station, and then there was a dispensary. <laughs> yeah, so it, I'm set up for failure here. And then there was the studio. Like, a, a full lot of action gas there. station, one of those AMPM gas stations with a fully stocked snack section. Mm-hmm. Like Slurpees mm-hmm. and a dispensary. They, You're gonna tell me not to get those things? They had like <laughs> European chocolates too. Crazy, crazy. They did that was a good AMPM? That was. It's not even AMPM. I think it's like a. I don't know what it is. It, like. I think it's it was. Different. No, it was an AMPM. It was an on the run Chevron. Yeah. Oh, okay. All sure? right. All right. All right. Yeah. It was. A, it was an on the run. I'm, I'm almost. Off. I know my AMPMs, sir. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. My apologies. You know, and you know. You know, other things that, like, Jamie did, you know, like, Jamie ultimately brought us to Collider as well, you know. I don't, like, always go into all the details (laughs) of it, you know. But, like, Jamie knew the guy who ran Collider, and they were interested in bringing us onto their podcast network. And we were already kind of, like, maybe thinking of leaving Dash just because we weren't really fitting with the music vibe and being, like, the only fully talk show that was on there. And, you know, they – he was like, oh, you know, this guy wants to, like, maybe, like, bring us onto their podcast network. And he set up a meeting, and I somehow talked them into buying the website. So, like, you know, Jamie really was, like, instrumental in helping me grow the website and the show. So, like, Jamie, I just, you know, I know I've said thanks a bunch, but, like, you really have, like, been helpful, like, in, in major ways in, in all of this. So, thank you. Well, like I said, it was, it, 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 I wouldn't have done it if I didn't care. And you know um, that. I know you would. All these, <laughs> I, I know. All these places... All these places that we recorded, all I know is that every damn time it was Kevin. Why are you late? What's taking Kevin so long? You were always. I drove late. a lot. <laughs> drove a lot. Okay. You did drive far. Like I, we you, all you live out here in LA. Definitely yeah. drove the farthest. Kevin definitely drove the far- furthest, and yeah, I would say I like you coming some from of those the, early you days come from the where, valley. Yeah, well, I'm from the valley too, but you were definitely coming further away. Um, well, when we and, when we recorded at your house, I drove like two and a half hours for a podcast. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, you trust me. I had. Yeah. Uh, I I always was lean. I was cool about it. You're like, oh, Kevin's. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> um, and I I also like. I mean, I cherish those early live streams that we would do, like from Jamie's house and stuff too, and like just the stuff that we've done together, like the parties at Jamie's, and just like. Yes, the just like you said, like Disneyland, even though it turned into a bad day for me, like and just you know Oh yeah. You know, but just in general, like all the stuff I've done with you guys, like I'm really thankful for it. Like I'm really happy that you guys were my live straws. I was sad after a breakup, Jamie was like Hey, let's take you to the, the Laker game and be on the floor and I was like, Oh yeah. okay. <laughs> and for your clippers too. Jamie it never happened, Jamie. Jamie took me courtside once. And yeah, I'll never. I remember we went to like that like place where there's like the buffet. There's the bar, 
the, the ball. Yeah, the, like, yeah. the, uh, the, uh, the chairman's lounge. Chairman's lounge, where it's like literally like right off the court. Like you walk off the court and it's like right there and it's like a bar and it's like a, a buffet. Got sushi going. And, and like- I remember when I walked in, I said to Jamie like, oh, can you bring that food back on the court? Because at Dodger games, when you're in like the, whatever it's called, like the, the chairman's lounge, similarly, but not as fancy. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. When you're like behind home plate or whatever, in those nice lounges or whatever, they have like the food that you can just bring out and, and sit with and eat or whatever. So I said like, I said like, oh, I said to Jamie and he was half paying attention to me. And I said, can we bring this food to the court? And he was like, oh yeah, totally. And I was like, sit. So like I went and I got like all this like roast beef and like all like I like filled my plate up. I remember just like pile it up while Jamie was getting alcohol at the bar. And then I was like, are right, we good? Right, and he was like, he, he was like, yeah, we're good. And like we walked towards the door and the guy, the, the guy at the front door was like, oh, you can't take all that out there. And Jamie looks at me he's like, yeah, you can't take that out there. And I was Wait, like, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I asked if we could take this out there. And you were like, oh, I don't remember that. Sorry. And so then I remember, like, I felt bad. So I had to sit at the table and I just fucking like scarfed it down as fast as possible so we could get back out to courtside. That must be a Clippers thing because I don't know about that being a thing in Laker games. It was. We, I took game. you to the. I took you to a Clippers game. Was it a Clippers game? Because it was WWE night. Remember? Oh, you're right. It was a clip. Who who has? It was whatever family member has like their name on the court. That's where. That's yeah. Where it was. Is that Clippers? Yeah. Well, it was my. It was my cousin. My cousin yeah, 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 your cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they were his seats. Because my cousin, my dad has those seats for Lakers, and my cousin has those exact seats for Clippers. So it was a Clipper game. So that's so yeah. wait, is that why you said yes? Because during Laker games, you can do that. It is different. They do have different protocols. Um, they like the set. The, the chairs are set up differently. There's a lot. Of, I, it could be. I have no idea. But I've never <laughs> had that issue of taking things from that. You, you, I mean, you could take drinks from there. I don't know why you can't take food from there. <laughs> oh, I yeah, I learned you cannot take food from. Well, there. Then we the, the, but then there was the waitress that came to the seats. Yeah, I know that's why it was so confusing because they bring you food still, but you can't bring your food there, which makes no fucking sense whatsoever. It was very Just frustrating. Calm down, man. calm down. Sorry, man. sorry. Yeah, I really oh, times. Why did they put you in shit? So my favorite, uh, <laughs> my favorite Staples Center memory is like I th- when we all went to Raw, and uh, and we were sitting like three rows back, and I have some pictures of it, and I can't remember. What you said to Goldberg? But you oh, because I was lit. He said and I, and he was all drunk. What did he say? He I was. Said, I had about. I had. I was about three fireball shots in, and I wanted to say, Dadberg fears Kevin Owens, or Kevin Owens fears Dadberg. One of the two. I don't remember which one. But, but what'd you end up saying, though? Do you remember? remember? It was a very long sentence. I think Kevin knows what I said. I don't, I don't know, but I know that it was a very long sentence, and everyone because remember I, was like, excuse me? Yeah, because he corrected himself while doing it. So he was like, he, like kind of like what he just did right now, where he fixed himself while doing it, but louder yeah. and drunker while doing it. And everyone yeah, was kind of like, what was Kevin Owen, I mean, happen. Kevin Owen, Fuse, Dadberg. Yeah, I don't think you guys realize this, but Kevin Owens, like, like he looked, he was like, yeah, Wait. he did. <laughs> 
like, what the fuck? Yeah. It was like crickets after you said it. It was just like everybody just heard that. The uh, entire was, arena was like lit. And, was and that lit. was like the first time I like that was like one of the I shouldn't not the first, but it was like the third time I'd ever sat that close. And I remember And like, it was my birthday. And it was your birthday, and we were all like hyped <laughs> or whatever. And then, I also remember <clears throat> when we went to Raw, was it the same time or a different time when when the seats it was a different time when the seats next to you were open like the whole show. I remember like the from beginning to like middle of the show. No one sat there, and you were like, Ryan, no one is going to sit here. Like, you and whoever you're with can just come sit next to me and my brother. And I was like, I don't know, man. You were like, Ryan, it's who's going to come this late in the show? Who on earth would miss more than half the show? And I was like, yeah, you're right. It was literally like two matches left. Yeah, it was like the end of the show, and I was like, you're right. Like, good good point. I'll come up. And I like – it was only like a few rows ahead, if I recall correctly. Like, Jamie was like in the front row. And I was like, all right, fine. And, like, I sit there and with someone – I forget who I was with, but I sit there. It might have been Erica, but I sit there and uh, and then, like, minutes later, I get, like, a tap on my shoulder and it's Derek Fisher. A, yeah. And he's just like, excuse me, these are my seats with me and my sons. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, my bad. And, like, I had to get out of the seats and go back. Derek fucking Fisher. it was so embarrassing. Matt Barnes would have told him to do something. <laughs> yeah. you, won't, you won't understand that, right? <laughs> Do you still? No, I do understand that actually, because it's, it's non-basketball talk for the most that's part. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, I still, I can't believe. Do you, now that you're not at work, Kevin, like in an office, when's the last yeah. time you've actually eaten a banana sideways? Uh, it's been recently. I think it was because somebody brought it up, though. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like, it's, right. it's his party trick now. He <laughs> he does it at parties. <laughs> 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 so we brought it up, and I was like, "Well, I gotta reprise well, this." Well, I have I to do it. <laughs> yeah. What is yeah. Superman not gonna fly? Wait, is he I not was, gonna I, put his cape down? Or? There it is. Oh, there. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm. There was another show cool. memory, uh, like when we when we all went to NXT in uh, at the Palladium, I think it was in Hollywood, and yeah. it, was, it was the first time that somebody came up to us that I'd been there where he was wearing a wrestling sheet shirt and we like took a picture. Oh, yeah. And I remember, <laughs> I remember him being like, Hey, can I take a picture picture with you? I was like, dude, I want to take a picture with you. What are you talking about? You were in our like, show shirt. <laughs> That's great, dude. Yeah. No, I, dude, it's anyone that bought a shirt, anyone that said something to us in public, like, I it's it, it was always the fucking coolest thing every single time. Anytime anyone said they read the site, I loved it, man. Like I can't even tell you how much I loved it. Um, you know, I, was, I wrote down some of my favorite show memories here. Just a couple that like came to mind. When we used Kevin to talk eating. about poop all the time, we did have a lot of poop jokes early on. Uh, and Kevin eating a sideways banana was, was first on the list. Um, when I tweeted today though, um, and just in general, when I was, people were tweeting us the past couple the past day, some of their favorite memories, someone responded and, and, and I agree, uh, Eli saying, Ooh, like a nineties kid opening a gift on, on Christmas still to this day, the thought of it makes me laugh so hard. I like when Eli do the kaboom thing, just like. <laughs> when I was watching that clip, I've been I've been looking at clips of the show. I've been just just 
reminiscing the past day and I too when I saw that one I was like what was your initial impressions of dynamite and it was like each and then it was Eli just going <laughs> you're like what is that he's like like dynamite like kaboom like kaboom same with when Eli same with when Eli farted when we were recording dude I, I like <laughs> I watched it and I still was laughing just as hard as that was because we were in such a small room and like and just, it was so loud. And it, just... wasn't, it wasn't a smelly fart. Like, I, I will definitely say, like, I, I wouldn't have gone that far if I thought that it was going to corrupt the scent of the room. So. Oh, my God. I also wrote, uh, just Is this a very, it, that, that sounds like a very hindsight <laughs> statement. Like, you, you don't know. Yeah, I was thinking that when he was saying that, like how you can just know if it's going to smell or yeah, not. There, there's, of course you do. Like if you've, if you've already farted a good amount and gone to the bathroom a certain amount during the day, you're not going to have smelly farts. You've already got it all out of you. You didn't think it was going to be loud either, and it was. Oh, you miscalculated I, I, the whole situation. I so how I can would... you know, if, how can your calculations on whether it's going to smell or not be accurate? I know my body, my friend. I know my body. You I know didn't my body. know it's your body fine. then, though. True, but in the smell sense, I did. I promise you. <laughs> um, you know, just on the level of laughing and stuff, I, I, all the time, whenever I need, like, a really good laugh, there was this moment on the show, and I, I posted on Instagram, so it's easy for me to find in my account, but, like, Jamie <laughs> impersonated Jake the Snake doing his, like, but you told me I was good. And it was so <laughs> on Jake the Snake, but just something you didn't expect to hear. And I, I, and I when I go back and, and I watch myself laughing, it makes me laugh now because I laugh because so hard. Not, I laugh so hard. Because like, it I, wasn't. It sounds like I'm having a heart attack. Because it's not Jake Roberts, like trust me or whatever. It's it's recovering alcoholic Jake Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I learned I learned from this show what a clams casino. Was. <laughs> I was thinking the same. <laughs> I was in a clams casino. It was like I was like, "Oh, thank you, Eli, for enlightening me for what a clams casino is." Yeah, I can go for a clams casino right now. I'm down. Let's go. Let's I order them. Grubhub it all around. I had one beer. Yeah. I had one beer. At a clams casino. I just had the clams. I don't even want to go no more. I don't even want to go no more. <laughs> it's a good thing he's doing good now. Hey, Jake the Snake outlived the show. That's crazy. That is crazy, actually. Jake the Snake will outlive us all, of course. Jake the Snake, dude. He's like Mick Jagger. (laughs) Or Keith Richards, Uh, more appropriately. Same moves, yeah. I also wrote here, Jamie's love for corn dogs always makes me laugh. Jamie was just... Yeah, but that's like corn dogs. No, it's not new, but Jamie's advocacy for corn dogs throughout the show's history was always. We never got that sponsorship. It's bullshit. No, we should have gotten that corn dog sponsorship. They're shutting down franchises all around here, so I can't imagine they're throwing. I didn't even think about that. Is hot dog just getting shut down everywhere? Hot dog on a stick? The only one that's around, the closest to me that's even like possible is the one on the pier. Yeah, by Santa Monica Pier. That's the only one. The West, the one at the at Westside Pavilion's gone. The one at um, the one at uh, the mall on Third Street in Santa Monica is gone. Are we one half are a mile from my dad's place right now? Are malls even what? open out here right now? No, no, I don't think so. They're not right. I know. Shop, I know you could shop. I know stores are. I don't know if malls are. I, 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 I don't know. There's like an outdoor like they mall. They can't be. Maybe an outdoor, outdoor mall. mall. Outdoor mall, yeah. Yeah, yeah the Grove is open. The, 
Yeah. There's one out here in San Diego that's like five half a mile from me. I might go to get a corn dog. There you go. Are you in San Diego right, right now? Party I'm in San Diego, yeah. What are you doing in San Diego? So visiting dad, dad here for the week. Nice. With, with your little blonde hair. Yeah. I I I I you're going for the two tone thing. Yeah, I'm gonna. This is gonna be all bleached after this. This one, I didn't really care for the way this turned out, but oh, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You didn't have your sister do it? Oh, she did. I just told her to do it this way, and then I was like, "No, nah, I made the, uh, I made the the wrong executive decision. It's fine." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got your sister coming out uh, on Saturday to come fix nice. me up finally because my hair is pretty wild. long now. It's wild. I was well, I was seeing if I could get it back to as long as it used to be, um, but I shouldn't. So I'm happy. I think it's like I think right now you have like that like that like Dave Grohl from like three years ago kind of length going on. There you're fine. Sounds right. It sounds right. Um, I also like when I when I tweeted about uh, favorite <laughs> moments. I like that most people's favorite moments from the show were all just different things that Eli ranted about. <laughs> Like, like every Kelly single, like, like yep, Kelly Kelly, uh, Kelly Kelly, uh, Billy Graham, and Red Pills. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing with like the Kelly Kelly brand, remember when Eli had that come to Jesus moment where he was like, he was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna apologize about he's, she's not bad. <laughs> like, yeah, like, she showed up that line for the show, and I just say, you know, something changed in there. You could even well, I'm glad because she was really, she was really concerned. Yeah, she was really upset. <laughs> yeah, no, he I says this. Eli's, Eli's fronting, though, dude, because he says this, but then never during – wasn't she in the Royal Rumble and all he did was talk shit the whole time? That was after I – like, that was before I had that coming to Jesus moment, too. Coming to Jesus moment was when she won the 24-7 title for a hot second. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, I'm, Jesus I like the way she looks in those shorts. I'm, I'm, oh. I'm By the way, that was a big – for some reason – for some reason, that moment was like a big thing for her. People reacted to her winning that twenty-four-seven belt better than any other person who's not our truth. Am yeah, I totally, wrong? Yeah. No, totally. They loved yeah, it. Yeah. People loved it. Yeah, like the only time people ever celebrated Kelly Kelly winning a title, like more. I, know, I mean, the whole time. Dude, I would like dude, to know if, that the, if that was like the last time that she was like she rode off in the sunset. Yeah. Like, for sure. I like, I mean, come on. You know who else Mike outlived Canellis this show? Is Billy, Graham. Oh. is Billy Graham outlived this show, too. That's too bad. Oh, no. yeah. Jerry Lawler. Do you want to have I, a come to Jesus moment on Billy Graham at the end? Jesus wants no. to do with this. <laughs> no. I, I still don't. I mean, I don't appreciate it because I don't, I don't, trust, I don't trust that he's not coming from it in a way that's – every time he just responds so emotionally – about what is what, what, the way he feels about something. It's always just to suit his own purpose of whatever oh, it is that he cares about. He will change Has his mind instantaneously to like whatever is suiting his purpose at that moment in time. And I just don't care for people like that. I get it. I get it. Hey, hey, he, he, I, was hoping that, I was hoping to get a little crazier, but I was satisfied with that. He talks shit about Kofi Kingston winning, so he's out of my good graces after he's that. He's a crazy old man! Like a just like a crazy old steroid abuser. Like, what do you want from him? Like, it, like it's one of those things where it's just like he is who he is because of what he to himself, and now he blames everybody else for the errors that he made. Come on. Do you want to come have on. a come to Jesus moment on red face sting? <laughs> no, no. 
hey, I'll tell you what, and this is gonna make me sound like make me sound like a son of a bitch, but somebody I can't recall who it was sent me a face. Yeah, and cheddar sure. tea. Cheddar tea. Yeah. Away. Cheddar. You threw it away? away. I didn't throw it away. I threw it to Goodwill. <gasps> didn't even keep wow. it. You were. When was the wow. wait? Was this way? <laughs> <laughs> was during your move at least? Yeah, yeah wait, was this when, wait, was this during your move or was this when you were like removing the clutter from your home and you were trying to like declutter your life? I know uh, his girl was like, We're not keeping this thing. I, don't this <laughs> I didn't want it. I don't like red face sting, okay? That's not changing. You could have given it to me, I would have taken it. it. Did I give it to you? No, I, I no, no. I like that you have had to. It's funny because Cheddar T, <laughs> when I announced that the show was coming, he brought to it end, up. He, he brought it up even. Like one of the greatest things I've ever done. <laughs> yeah, like he was pumped that he was like friends with all of us, and that he. Like, Wait, I'm gonna actually because he. It was that you're gonna feel like uh, such a fucking dick right now because he literally said, "I'm gonna read you exactly you're what Cheddar you're T, a piece T said." Of shit. Yeah, I you're going to feel like you're a real piece of asshole shit, for throwing that away. Uh, okay, look. I didn't like he said, red tasting, okay? He said, sad to see Cheddar T, T. Jamily. T. Jamily, that's what you remember. That's what you used to always call him still. Was yeah, T. Jamily. Uh, he said, sad to see this go, but happy it was a part of my life. From sending Eli the best version of the Sting figure to the Halloween drawing I sent in, I always felt like part of the show. It takes a special environment and interaction to produce that feeling. And you guys mastered it. And then he said, "Shit, you lie." Yeah, he said, "Kind of." He said, "I know my participation abruptly fell off. Things happen, but I never stopped listening and enjoying you guys and the show. Looking forward to this episode and continuing to see wrestling." Well, you know, I uh, I can't change what happened, but I appreciate it. (laughs) And and truthfully, um, Cheddar T, thank you so much. Uh, I I know that we may not. Agree on like the veracity and like the, the, the <laughs> genuine good nature of red face thing or whatever thing about him, but uh, face. but it meant a lot to me when it happened. I'm a person who doesn't keep a lot of clutter. I don't probably doesn't look like it from the background, but uh, I did go through in my life where I did just get rid of so many things and everything. Like that. Yeah, that is true. I remember your that. house is so messy with the one thing on the wall over there. And the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're living in a dump, dude. What are you oh, doing? Wallet. <laughs> That's all collectible stuff. right Oh there. my God. Oh, with the one wrestling figure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I live with a girl. I can't have that much crap, but, uh, but yeah. no, but, you know, it's just like, but I, but I do really appreciate so thank you for doing that. It meant a lot to me, actually, and you know, and 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 everybody that we got to interact with on the show. It meant a lot to like have that opportunity to, to get to know people and bond over cool like that. Did I cover it up enough? Is that, is that good? Yeah. yeah. Are you I'm holding back. You're, you're saying you're that it meant a lot to you after you threw it away. Know. Like it I couldn't have meant that much away. to you. Hey, you know what? Are you are you are you, you at know, least looking behind you on this backpedal? This is this is now that I think back on it. It actually is a really good and, and kind-hearted move of me to take the good one. Because you know what? There's probably a kid who got it who was like, who's Red Face Sting? And maybe him and his dad had a bonding moment over pro wrestling. And maybe he went on to be a great scientist or something like that. So No, it was, it was some dork who like has a terrible relationship with his father. And his father always liked Surfer Sting better. And he always loved Red Face Sting. And that's why they're not friends anymore. Yeah. All right. Well... 
Look, I got eight <laughs> minutes left on this Zoom, so I should probably get to the end of things. Um, to answer your question in the beginning, Eli, about uh, editor-in-chief, uh, you know, I, I really, like, I... Like, this is a weird situation for me because, like, I've never poured my entire life into something like I have for wrestling sheet the past five years. I, you know, I, I, I didn't know what I was going to do after I left TMZ and ultimately this became the thing I wanted to do. And I've, I've poured my everything into this, you know, from starting it just before anyone even knew and writing it for three months, just to see if it was something that I thought I could do before I even launched it um, to uh, actually launching it to, you know, the years that followed doing the show with you guys working at home, um, trying my best to bring people the website that I would have liked to have had. Like that was really all I wanted to do was give people a website that I would have liked to have go to gone to if I wasn't running it. You know, that was, that was ultimately me, ultimately my goal from day one. Um, but you know, after, after selling the site and just you know the past two years of just of just pushing and pushing and pushing, I really felt like I had hit a ceiling with what I could do with the site. I, I felt like um, I just I just felt like there wasn't anything else I could do with it um, in its current incarnation. Personally, like I didn't think I was going to be able to take it uh, to the next level with with what I had to offer, and so um, you know I. My contract expired a couple months ago. Uh, you know, I sold the site to Collider two years ago. When I sold the site to Collider two years ago, I became editor in chief. Then strictly, you know, I was only an employee at that point. Um, and you know, I when my contract expired a couple months ago, and just different circumstances <laughs> in my life changed personally. Uh, I just decided I needed a change uh, professionally as well. And so um, I am going to be stepping away from pro wrestling sheet. Um, I believe the site will continue. I believe that someone will be replacing me. Uh, whoever that person is, I'll be helping them find it. Uh, I've already, you know, recommended a couple people to them. Um, I have someone in mind who I would like. And so I will be sticking around in that regard to, you know, help with the transition of whoever's replacing me. Um, and making sure that, you know, I'm always available to them if they need any help or consulting or anything like that. But ultimately, at the end of the day, like I've grown a lot in these five years. You know, we've, we've kind of talked about it here. It's crazy to hear how we've all grown over these past five years. And like, I'm one of them. You know, I, I started this site because I didn't know what I was going to do. And I, I, the thing I knew most was that I wanted to connect with wrestling fans all around the world and I wanted to give them fact-checked, trustworthy news. And I, I really hope that that you guys enjoyed everything that I've done with the site. Um, I do, from what I've told, but I've been told they want to continue with the integrity of the site that I have built. Uh, they want to continue to grow it uh, without me um, and, you know, because I'm going to be going doing other things. And so, you know, they, they are cool about it. They, you know, they... Uh, we're understanding of my situation. And so um, I will be moving on from pro wrestling sheet. Um, but don't be too sad about the situation. It's all good. Um, I really just, I really want to thank 
every single one of you, anyone um, for anyone who clicked on the website, anyone who's listened to the podcast, anyone who is listening to this podcast, anyone who has been there as a source, anyone who has commented even negatively, like the fact that you have kept my site, you know, as something that people are, are as, as part of the conversation, like it's helped my life tremendously. Like it, I, it's changed me as a person. It's helped me grow uh, into a, into a better person. It's helped me grow into a better reporter. Uh, it's helped me grow in every aspect of my career. Uh, these three right here have been a massive, massive, massive part of that. Uh, my girlfriend has been a massive part of that as well. Um, the fact that she didn't leave me this whole entire time is crazy. Uh, you know, since I was just so focused on this site, uh, I can't thank her enough um, for what she has done for me this whole entire time. Uh, James McKenna was also uh, a huge part of the site for a while. Um, everything that he did for the site helped us grow in a huge, 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 huge way. Um, he was a massive part of the website and I, I, I can't even thank him enough for everything that he did to help the site grow as well. Um, same for Collider. Like Collider took a chance on me, took a chance on pro wrestling sheet, uh, brought us aboard, uh, helped me the past two years a lot in growing my career and helping me get to a place uh, that I want to be um, and, and, and a place where I can, you know, be happy with, with everything that I do. So um, thank you so much to Mark Fernandez uh, Christian Harloff, who's no longer there, but was also a big part of bringing me aboard. Uh, John Roca, who day one when I started it at Collider was like, hey, how can I help? Let's do a show. Let's do Rod Smackdown recaps. Like he has truly, you know, been a part of everything. So, um, you know, he was a huge help when I was there. So thank you to Collider. Really thank you to you three, though. Like everything that you've done for the site, everything that you've done for the show, um, I'm forever in your guys' debt, really. Um, yeah, that's, that's before I start well, thank crying. You for letting us join Ryan. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thanks guys. Love you very much. Love you guys. Uh, okay. That's it. I'm done. We're done. Officially tapping out. Wait, wait, Stay where, out of the dirt. We're good. What? Where can we find Jamie online? <laughs> oh yeah. We're not doing that. <laughs> you can, people, <laughs> should know at this, people should know at this point. Yeah. Fine. If you've listened this deep, I'm sure you know where to find all of us, but Okay. That's it. We're done. Officially tapping out. Stay out of the dirt and keep your eye. Well, you're going to have to stay tuned for that part. ProWrestlingSheet.com Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that little chico pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive. Brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. 
They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.